Welcome into the Snapped Podcast, my personal audio journal. My name is Tyler Kluber. I'm a personal trainer and podcaster, but it gets a little bit deeper than that. And this show is going to give you an inside look on my thoughts concerning health and fitness, business, mindset, and creating the life that you feel lucky to live. I hope you enjoy the show. Sit back, relax, and let's have a day. have one baby you know let's have a little day Dude, that was a better i i manually faded that intro out there and then it's got a little built-in fade on it and that sounded better rather than just the cutoff welcome in to the snap podcast i uh it's gonna be a quick one because i have another podcast to tend to one that actually financially supports me so there's that um I always say, whenever I say the episode's going to be short, we still end up going 15, 20 minutes. I don't think that'll be the case here. However, we will see. I don't have a whole lot to talk about. I'm going to update you guys on where I'm at post-quarterfinals quickly. And then we're going to talk about just showing up which uh, maybe the two relate a little bit. Let's see. The last couple weeks, um, I, couldn't even, I couldn't even tell you what the podcast was about. I know two weeks ago was about quarterfinal, um, quarterfinal wrap-up, and then last week it was probably something like, you know, wet, like the fire being lit and now sort of realizing my potential I feel like is what I talked about maybe who knows um there's a yawn love that um we had a we had a week where um where I wanted to chill after quarterfinals which would have been the quarterfinal recap week and then last week we had a week where I wanted to get back into some working out with intention, right? The, the clock, you know, we have you know, semifinals or I guess quarterfinals went down two weeks ago, right? So next year's quarters, assuming that we're on a similar or the same schedule in the CrossFit season, those will take place 12 months from now. The Open will take place 11, well, 11 and a half months would be quarterfinals, 11-ish. The start of the Open would be 10 and a half to 11 months away already, right? It's like already. For me, it's already. My timeline is short. Uh, I made a lot of progress in training over the past year and really um, really in these five-ish months, September, October, November, December, January. Uh, we'll call it five and a half, six months of training uh, through into the beginning of the Open. I made a ton of progress from where I was 
up in this point to my life training an hour or less per day uh four or five days a week um literally that was my training volume like even on active recovery days like we're talking dedicated work towards my fitness was somewhere between five and six hours a week to um you know at the height of it probably right before i kind of hurt my back and my knee right before the open i was probably spending 15 to 20 hours a week right so obviously that did wonders for me we did okay in the open i've done so quick note on that i've done several workouts since then where i've done bar muscle ups in a tired state when when i was tired and i simply am crushing them versus that last workout in the open that made me look like a fucking idiot and that's me yawning twice now in 4 minutes so congrats to me um did okay in the open did amazing in quarterfinals and again quarterfinals is sort of built for me in my jam um much more well-rounded test uh it's over the course of an entire weekend in which I can handle volume probably better than most people can in that two to three day span. So we're happy with that, right? 349th officially after the leaderboard went final, um, made the top 350. And that's not too many deviations away from making, you know, being in serious contention for the, the fucking semifinals, right? which I jokingly, you know, kind of tongue in cheek said was my goal a year ago. And it was more like, Hey, let's try and like make the quarterfinals and then see what we can do. All of a sudden I'm 200 spots away from being in serious contention for a semifinal and playing with the big dogs. So obviously we want to get back into training. Um, I follow all of the uh, mainstream popular uh, training platforms for those that are unaware which is probably most of you in the space um most of those training platforms or programs are headed by uh former some of the best former competitors right they end up retiring or moving into a different part of their career where they're coaching and they come out with their own training program um competitive training program and so i follow you know there's probably 10 of them out there. Um, Y'all are number three. Tired because I've worked out twice a day and it's been a long week. Um, I have followed loosely, meaning I don't, I have not bought in to those programs. I did a free month for one of them, which was cool. And that was sort of in the middle of training for the open and then um, right up to the, right up to the open. Um, And that was really cool. I enjoyed following that. that was a lot of volume, but I was built to that volume at that point. We've backed off maybe oh, 20 to 30% of the volume right now. Um, we're hitting two-ish hours a day, maybe sometimes more, a little bit more than two hours a day, um, whereas right at the peak, we were at three plus, um, which is a lot. But you know, last year at this point, I was, shit, what was I doing? Um, well... Last year we were training for a. I ran the fucking uh, damn to DSM 
in August. Yeah. I didn't even, I didn't even CrossFit train until August last year, September. Basically I was just doing like, you know, one, you know, we were working on strength while mainly focusing on long distance running. And occasionally we were doing some, some CrossFit Metcon-ish workouts, you know, maybe 20 minutes a day and they did not get a full effort. So, you know, we're April, May, June, July, August, we're five months ahead and we're already built. I remember when I, when I mapped out a four phase plan, I think I had a, an episode back last August or, or September of talking about that four phase plan. The beginning of that was 45 minutes to an hour of total fitness per day. Total. That's where I was at. And that, and that was, and that first six weeks, most of that was this, the uh, 20 rep squat program. You know, three of the five or three of the five days a week, I was doing the 20 rep squat program. And that was the majority. The other two days I was doing like maybe bench or overhead press and then Olympic lifting on the other day and like one Metcon piece. I mean, I was low, low training volume, no skill development. That's where we started in September. And now I'm at a spot where we brought the volume down from the peak and we're at two plus hours a day. It's much more thought out. It's way better structured. It's got some serious progression to it. And uh, anyway, long story short, I bought in on the very base level, like $8 a month to one of those competitive programming that allows me to get training the night before um, for the following day. And usually they're programming out uh, five days a week. They're programming out six or seven pieces. Um, Not all of those are like high intensity. Some of them are very short, some morning movement stuff. Um, it's misfit athletics. If anybody's, uh, and you can search them on Instagram or just type in misfitathletics.com. Um, some of those are very short warm up pieces, but like, you know, they've got all of it. Some morning movement to kind of get you going in the morning, not even really a workout. You don't put on workout clothes. You just do it out of bed, Warm ups, strengths, lifts, skills, metcons, intervals, um, long what they call mafetone sessions, which are basically zone two training um, and other stuff. Accessories, they've got it all. And right now that is the perfect amount of volume for me. In fact, really, I could probably follow this program for the next year and be just fine and make a lot of improvement. And that still is technically on the table. We'll see. Um, I really like mayhem programming, which was what I did a free month of that is done by rich Froning who won the CrossFit games four years in a row back in his heyday. And now has transitioned to the team competition has won like five of the last six team CrossFit games with, you know, his pals. Um, and their training is intense. Um, it's slightly better structured. I feel like, it definitely has a little bit higher volume, especially when you get towards the open and uh, you get towards the competitive season next December, January, February. Um, tentatively, I think I'll follow this program for, you know, maybe three or four months and then I'll switch over and I'll do the other program. Um, the nice thing is with me being a coach, 
being a former division one athlete, being just immersed in the space of CrossFit and sort of understanding how to use training or my individual body uh, ability, strengths, weaknesses, um, I can, and most people aren't, don't have the luxury to do this just because they're not a coach. They're not into programming. It's not their job. They're just the athlete. Um, I have the unique ability to sort of cherry pick, choose the pieces I want to do, take out pieces that I know um, are going to be fluff for me, where I can then add in to equal the volume, some stuff that will help advance me a little faster. Um, because this is a program that anybody can buy into. It's not personalized for me. So basically, because of my background, um, I'm able to personalize any structured program, um, do about 70 or 80% of it, and then take 20% and make it super individualized to me. Um, what that looks like for me is specifically some very uh, high focus on getting way stronger in deadlift, way stronger in squat. Um, going after those two things much more aggressively than I would, than the general program that I'm following would take people along on. Um, and then also doing some high skill stuff, uh, muscle ups and other things that, um, you know, at a higher volume than they're probably going to take people through. So, um, stuff like that, uh, and I'm now following that. And I'm now on week two. It's going great. Um, I'm loving it. Uh, I absolutely, and I think this podcast just simply turned into a slight update on me because we're not even gonna have time to talk about the other stuff. Um, but it is unbelievably refreshing, even with just knowing the night of, right? Most of these programs, like with this specific one, you pay eight bucks and you can figure out, you can get access to your workouts like the night before. Um, you pay more or for some other ones that are more expensive, you can see the entire week in, in, uh, in advance. So like Sunday, or you're always just able to see seven days ahead from whatever day you're on in the calendar. Um, and that way it kind of allows you to reset on that rest day, which is usually Sunday in most programs. I would say all pretty much all programs Sunday is like a rest day or active recovery day. Um, and you can kind of look ahead at this the next six days and be like, okay, according to my life, things that I'm doing this week, I know I've got this. I'm going to go here this weekend. Maybe this day I'm not going to be able to train as much. Here's how I can shift all of these pieces around on each of these days to work and get it all in. Um, that's the only thing I'm really missing right now. But again, we're, I say we're only 10, 11 months out. That's okay. In some, in some uh, fashion, we, we, we are tight. We do need to be doing certain things, and we are doing those things. But in other ways, 10, 11 months is a long way out. And as far as like general volume, like if I'm doing two hours a day versus two and a half hours a day right now, not as important. And I can kind of finick with those things um, and, uh, and make them personalized to me. So that's what we're doing. We're in a really good spot. Um, and I'm super happy. My body is a little beat up right now. Um, knee is still, eh, knee's okay. Um, I admittedly have not done the work I've needed to stretching wise. I've done some, I just got, you know, I literally came up here and did, uh, uh, from a, like a 15 minute inversion table hang where I'm 
decompressing on the joints and stuff like that. I need to do more rolling. I need to do more stretching and that'll make me feel better, but that's where we're at right now. And, uh, and the, the topic I was going to talk about, and we will go into this more next week, but is just the topic of showing up. And uh, we will talk in depth about what that kind of means to me and what that looks like when other people do or do not do that and sort of the reasons behind why we do or do not do that next week, like I said. But relative to what I'm doing right now, um, it's easy, right? This, this group of guys who do competitive CrossFit programming, they're writing the program for me. It's right there. I have the equipment. It's sitting in my basement. I have the time. It's in my schedule. All I have to do is show up. That's it. Show up, do the work. Now, yes, I have to. Showing up means several things, right? I can't just go down there and like work through, you know, a sprint piece that's supposed to be fast and just do it slow and just call that showing up, right? I have to show up with effort. But, um, you know, we'll kind of dive into the nuance of that next week as well. But hopefully you guys are having a fantastic week. This is about 16 or 17 minutes of me talking uh, just about myself, which is what I do on a weekly basis. And I hope that you guys are showing up. And uh, I want you to think about what that means for you as we lean into next week and kind of talk about, um, you know, the general idea, which is those who show up are already at an advantage. They're already winning because showing up is probably more than half the battle, right? Consistency. Being consistently good instead of being very occasionally great. Think about that. We'll talk next week. We'll see you then. Peace.